Transition Radio from San Diego, exploring the world of change with you. Are you ready to take your life to a new level? Join transition coaches and best-selling authors Paula Shaw and Kendi Foster as they explore strategies to navigate changes in health, relationships, money, career, and so much more. Get the information and tools to make your life smoother, easier, and more productive. And now, your hosts, Paula Shaw and Kendi Foster. Hello and welcome to Transition Radio. This is Ken D. Foster and my co-host today is Paula Shaw and Every Day. <laughs> Thank you. I thought I was on a trial show here for a minute. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about the courage to change everything in the new year. But before we get into our topic today, we want to talk about our sponsor, Sherry Blair. And Sherry is an amazing uh, lady who has been doing financial planning for a couple decades now. Quite a long time. Quite a long time. You know, Sherry is the lady that is empowering women mm-hmm. to really look at their finances, not be afraid of their finances, and to be able to take those finances and master them. Really start to make your financial life work for you instead of it being fearful for some people, right? Absolutely. And one of the things I love about Sherry is that her kind of tagline is, a man is not a financial plan. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Women need to be able to stand on their own two feet, and that's what she's all about, helping to empower women to do. And isn't that the message for 2018? I think Oprah kicked that off at the— Oh, uh, so amazing. Yeah, yeah, the other day. So that Mm -hmm. was was pretty amazing. I've watched her speech at least four times now. Have you? Yep. Wow. Yeah, I thought it was amazing. And and last night sat and watched it with my son, and he really appreciated it too. So nice to see how a man reacted to it. Well, I, I tell you how I reacted. I, I, it's uh, for me, it was uh, a long time coming. Mm. The empowerment of of women, and you know, for men, it really makes our lives uh, better when you have two people that are empowered, in, in, especially in relationship, as opposed to one trying to do it all and be the leader and be the guide yeah. and be everything right. Yes. You know, that's it. Yes. Just puts too much burden on that person. Then the other one's in the dark. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and so I'm I'm looking forward to that. And that, that kind of brings me to the title of your new book, because in order for that kind of world to exist and those kinds of relationships to exist, there has to be change. And change requires courage. And your book, The Courage to Change Everything, talks about just that. And I think it, it just couldn't be more timely. Well, thank you, Paula. <laughs> this book that I've written has taken me about six years to get it out. And today was the first day that I printed out the entire manuscript. Um, and my, I walked into the office, my wife's office, and I showed her to her, and she said, "Oh my gosh, that thing's huge! <laughs> how are you gonna? How yeah. are people gonna read all that?" Well, uh, the subtitle of the book is called "Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time." And I found in my own life that transformation doesn't usually take place instantly. We might have, we might make the decision in the moment. But generally, it takes a lot of courage and strength and fortitude over time to be able to make those changes. Mm -hmm. And so I found that I don't need inspiration just in the tough times. I need it in the good times. You see, I get lazy in the good times. (laughs) Things (laughs) are floating. Things are going well. Mm -hmm. It, It can be, you know, it can be that for me. 
Um, and in the tough times, you know what I need? I need inspiration. I need direction. Mm-hmm. I need focus. And I need some wisdom. Mm-hmm. So that's what this book is all about. It helps individuals to make commitments that they maybe wouldn't have made. And I think more importantly, what I've designed this book to do is to be able to help people to reprogram their thinking, their subconscious mind. Because as you know, what is it, Paula? What's what's the percentage? Is it 90% the subconscious mind? Uh, 95%, 95% is of, your subconscious mind running the show. Running the show. Yeah. So what if you could really change that? And okay. get it on your side. And get it on your side. Mm-hmm. So that's what the courage to change everything is about. It's about reprogramming every single day, dripping on the subconscious mind, mm-hmm. asking new questions, taking different <clears throat> actions, so that what happens is that at the end of a year, you look back and you are completely transformed. How cool is that? It's really cool. And what I love about that is, um, you know, we are all on some level resistant to change. And and. And I think the only way we can make meaningful, lasting change is to do it in baby steps, as we say, or in this sort of drip method that you talk about. Why do you think it is, Ken, that people are so resistant to change? Well, there's several reasons um, that people resist change. You know, sometimes they're just not motivated to change. Sometimes they're coasting. Sometimes things are Mm -hmm. easy. You know, I have uh, (laughs) friends that have uh, a lot of money. Right. And, uh, you know, when they have so much, it's like, why do I need to change? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, we're all here growing and learning and developing. And so when we become conscious, what happens is that uh, we want to start changing. We want to start bettering our lives and we want to start making a greater difference in, in, in the world. But the reason that people don't change most of the time is because they're either not aware that uh, they need to change. So a lot of times it, uh, they have bla- uh, what do I call it? Uh, spot, you know, blank, blank spots in their, in their consciousness that they can't see, mm-hmm. which is why I always encourage people to hire coaches. I've had coaches in my life for the last 21 years, two and three at mm-hmm. a time for, the, for that <coughs> length of time. Mm-hmm. Um, the other pe- reason that people don't change is that they have habits that have been so ingrained in them mm-hmm. that even if they want to change, how many people have started New Year's resolutions and, you know, we're three weeks in, into the uh, new year. Mm-hmm. How many of our listeners right now are wondering if they're going to even be able to keep on that, right? Or they already let them go, right? Right. So as we were saying earlier, it's that subconscious mind. That subconscious mind and those old habits are driving our, uh, our, uh, our, our life. And, you know, uh, I believe this, that uh, my teachers have told me that we come in, uh, 75% of what we are going to do in this life is kind of pre-programmed, pre-programmed by your parents, by your environment, by your your teachers, by, you know, it's just pre-programmed into Mm you. But 25% is you. That's your free choice. So if you take that 25% and apply it to the changing the 75%, you can actually change your destiny and have an amazing life. Mm. But if you don't do that, mm-hmm. if you don't uh, start using your power, your willpower, your, your, uh, some of the strategies that we're going to give you later about visualization, um, affirmation, powerful pieces that even though you may have heard these before, we're going to give you a new twist on those. If you don't use those to change, 
then what's going to happen is the 75% is going to overrun your 25% free will, and you're just going to run by habit uh, forever. Yeah, I think, you know, the, the two enemies to change, one is comfort. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, if, mm-hmm. it, if it feels good, right. if it's going okay, there's sort of a why bother, right? right. If it ain't right. broke, don't fix it kind of a mentality. Exactly. And I think there are times in life when we need to just savor how good things are or how they feel. It's not a bad thing. But mm-hmm. we, you know, even the neuroscience research has shown that our brains stay sharper. And one of the smartest things you can do as you grow older is learn new things. Learn a a new language, learn a new skill, learn something new. It really helps to keep your brain from aging. So it's it's absolutely critical that we do make efforts to grow, to change, to learn new things. And I think the other thing is it would all just get pretty boring if we don't, wouldn't it? Well, I, I think a lot of people are stuck in, in boredom. I mean, there are a lot mm-hmm. of people that uh, wake up one day and they're bored. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been there, and uh, that was a catalyst for me to change because I thought, you know, there's so much richness in life. There's so many th- people that uh, have found a, a sense of fulfillment in mm-hmm. their life. They've, they're manifesting their dreams or doing what they want. I thought, you know, what has to happen for me to be able to participate in that? Mm-hmm. And honestly, the, the name of the book, The Courage to Change Everything, that's what happened to me. I had to change everything. I had to change how I thought. I had to change my, um, my beliefs around relationships. I had to change how I showed up in business. Mm-hmm. I had to change how I showed up in my family life, in my, in my relationship with my daughters, my friends. I had to change it all, right? And, you know, it didn't come instantly. In right. fact, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. There's a lot of people out there that um, are attending lots of workshops and doing, you know, doing a lot of good things. That's great. I'm not discouraging that. But mm-hmm. we don't need a lot more information. We need a lot more wisdom. Mm-hmm. And wisdom comes in stillness. Wisdom comes by taking a book like mine, The Courage to Change Everything, sitting down and reading one of the, uh, uh, the, uh, the first day, sitting down and then mm-hmm. contemplating on what you want to do in your life. Let, let me just read an excerpt from the book here, Paula. Sure. It says, <clears throat> the first quote is, the most courageous act you can do is master your mind and then master yourself. Today is the day to plan on taking your life to new heights. It's time to make new choices. It's time to re- of renewal and rebirth. It's time to let go of the past and those things that have not served you well. It's time to throw off the old portals of limitations and open to new possibilities. And it's time to set intention, create a success list, and bring new life into your greatest dreams. Then I go on to ask three different questions. What is the core of who I am? I put everything in the first person. So you answer these questions. What's the core of who I am? Mm -hmm. Why am I being called to do things differently? How will my business and life evolve? so that I have my greatest year ever. And then I have some actions. Your future is as bright as you proclaim it to be. Repeat the new point of view affirmations above six times until you feel a sense of empowerment. So those are in the book, and you'll repeat those. So I give you some specific nice. ways. Beautiful. And you get that every single day. Now imagine that you, you're being dripped on. You're changing your mind every day for the next, for the next year. Mm-hmm. Who would you be at the end of the year? That's powerful. 
Really, I'm excited to read it myself. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited. It's yeah. beautiful, Ken. It really is. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. And what a great way to start the year to read those words to our listeners. And I am very excited to talk more with you right after this message. We'll be back with Transition Radio and your hosts, Paula Shaw and Candy Foster. Would you like to help someone in need to move from poverty to prosperity? Stars of Courage, a 501c3 nonprofit, is looking for established life coaches with experience in education and career mentorship to build confidence and create clear paths to success. Join our team of experienced coaches in a wide variety of fields, equipped with warm hearts with a passion for lifting up those in need. Our Stars of Courage. Find out how you can make a difference at starsofcourage.org. That's starsofcourage.org. We're back with Transition Radio, exploring the world of change. And now, here's your hosts, Paula Shaw and Ken D. Foster. And welcome back to Transition Radio, brought to you by Sherry Blair, your financial consultant. This is Paula Shaw here with Ken D. Foster, and we are just so excited to be with you once again. So, Ken, we, we got to get a sneak peek at your new book in our last segment, and I am so excited about it. And, and I love that method you, you call the drip method of bringing wisdom into your life every day. Mm-hmm. And, and I, too, spent, I spent a, a week in Mexico after um, Christmas oh. and ended up finishing a little book that I'm writing, too, called Saying the Right Thing. And uh, the kind of tagline or the uh, subtitle is, when you don't know what to say. Boy, that happens a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So true, isn't it? Yeah. So tell me how long you've been working on that book, Paula. You know, I actually wrote the beginnings of it probably mm, four or five years ago because, you know, in so much of my work in my own practice dealing with people in emotional distress and in working with grievers... I find all the time that one of the biggest problems is, A, if you have a friend who's hurting, you don't know what to say. And also, if you're the one that's hurting, you don't know what to say or how to ask for what you need. So I wrote a piece a while back. In fact, I have a piece in my current book, The Grief, When Will This Pain Ever End?, called 20 Things to Say and Not to Say to People in Emotional Pain. So So many people have commented to me and sent me emails about how helpful that piece is, Mm -hmm. that that's where they get stuck, Mm -hmm. that I thought, I just want to expand this into a little book. That's awesome. You know, as you're saying that, I'm thinking of situations in my life where people were in emotional pain and I really didn't know what to say. Mm -hmm. I mean, everything from, uh, you know, when people have lost loved ones to when they've come back from combat. I've had some friends of mine come back from uh, uh, the wars. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and they're in pain and, and, you know, and you can see it, but it's like, you know, do you bring it up now? What do you say? Mm-hmm. So I think this is a powerful piece. So, you um, know, I, I have to make a little confession on that line. Yeah, go <laughs> and, ahead. Then, and this is one of the stories I tell in the book. Many years ago, my best friend and she and I were like inseparable. Um, she ended up helping me create my first book, the chakra book, mm-hmm. um, chakra is the magnificent seven, but 
this woman was had tried for quite some time to get pregnant and she was finally pregnant and after a few months lost the baby mm. and I was one of the people among many even all the people she worked with nobody brought it up mm. And we all did it because, A, we didn't know what to say, and B, we didn't want to make her feel badly. Right. I know our listeners can relate to this because right. we all do this all the time. We're afraid if we bring it up, we're going to spoil the good day they seem to be having. Right. But the truth is, there's not a moment that they aren't aware of that pain, that emotional pain. And so what she told me afterwards that broke my heart and really is the inspiration behind this book, she said... Oh, I get chills just telling his story. She said the hardest part was that nobody brought it up. And I didn't want to bring it up because I didn't want to make them feel badly. So I never got to talk about my feelings. Oh, my goodness. Okay. That's powerful. So what is it, Paula, what, what is the most important thing to say in a situation like that? That's a great question. And the most important thing to say, actually, is nothing. The most important thing, number one, is to listen. Be present. Be fully present. You can't be thinking about the grocery list or what you did last night. You have to be fully present with your friend or your family member or whoever this loved one is. And then listen. Because the way people heal is if they can express what they're feeling, what they're experiencing, and be able to talk and cry through it. Yeah. Oh, and if they start to cry, mm -hmm. consider your job well done. Mm -hmm. Don't try to stop them. Mm -hmm. Maybe hug them, mm -hmm. but don't try to stop them. This is a good thing. Tears mm -hmm. are part of how we heal our pain. So first be present, come from your heart, and then listen. So when somebody in a situation like uh, they just lost their child, let's say, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I would tend to say, um, you know, I'm so sorry for your loss, mm -hmm. and then want to like immediately run away, right? I don't, yeah. I don't really want an answer. I just yeah. want to, <laughs> I want to acknowledge it. Yeah. And I think a lot of us, you know, I mean, not always. I'm not always like mm -hmm. that, but I, there is a tendency to want to pull back a little bit. Absolutely, but you're saying stay. You know, maybe acknowledge it, but then stay present. And then maybe add to that. What are you feeling? Mm. You know, I, I really want to, I want to be here for you. Mm -hmm. You know, what can I do? Or tell me what you're feeling. What are you mm -hmm. experiencing? Mm -hmm. Invite them to be able to come to the table with mm -hmm. their truth mm -hmm. because they may not do it on their own. You know, we all have our programming from childhood of being strong or of not making other people feel badly mm -hmm. or if we, if we trust in God, then we won't be sad. Well, that's not true. You know, you can trust in whatever your spiritual path is, but you're still a human being walking on planet Earth, and you still hurt mm. about whatever that loss was. And whether that was a death, or you lost your job, or you lost, you just got a bad health diagnosis, or you lost your favorite piece of jewelry— you're feeling this emotional pain, this sadness. Mm -hmm. And what often happens when people can't process through it, that's when complications come in. Mm -hmm. That's when fears and phobias develop, anxiety, maybe chronic depression. There are so many things that grow out of this unprocessed, un, um, un, 
expressed right. pain. You know, I, I think uh, that, that piece you said, first of all, kind of acknowledge and be there and listen. I think we're listening past words, um, you know, mm-hmm. and I know you'd agree. You're, you're listening, you're looking at their body, you know, their language. You're looking at their eyes. You're looking at, and the reason I bring that up is I remember a friend of mine came back from Vietnam, and um, we, he, everybody knew he had changed. Mm-hmm. You, you just look at him, he's completely changed. Mm. And none of us knew what to say. Mm-hmm. And he was in a, in a mindset, and I think this happens, it happened a lot back then, I don't know, in the military today, I think it's changing, but he came back with not wanting to talk about it, feeling like if he talked about it, it was a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. So what do we say, you know, when, or what do we do when somebody's like, in, when we're yeah. in that state? Yeah. Right? You know, that's, that's a beautiful point, Ken, and, and especially here in San Diego, we have a lot of military people around us. Right. But I think the idea that, that you're expressing, first of all, we have to honor where the person in pain is. And if they say, I don't want to talk about it, then, you know, and, and one of the most important things I think we can say when we don't know what to say is, I don't even know what to say, but I want you to know I'm here for you. Mm. Whatever, you whatever I can do, whatever you need, I want to offer that. And, and to somebody like this friend of yours, you know, maybe just to say, I understand that right now you feel like you don't want to talk. But if that shifts... When that changes, I'm here, day or night, you know, I'll be here. But then don't just wait for them to call you. You have to keep checking in with somebody in pain because we all tend to want to crawl into our little shell and sort of go to our room, right, because we're not our best self. We're not presentable. And I know as a child, I was always told when I wasn't being a good girl, go to your room until you can come out and be nice. Right. So, yeah, I still tend to do that sometimes. So if somebody calls me mm-hmm. or they say, I'm coming to pick you up and take you to a movie or I'm going to take you to get something to eat, sometimes that's such a blessing that mm-hmm. somebody else initiates that. But to just even say to somebody, okay, I get it. You don't want to talk. I get it that you're really feeling sad and awful. Can I just sit with you? Mm-hmm. Can we watch a movie in silence together? Can we take a walk? Mm-hmm. What can I do? To just be with you and and support you, I just want to be there. With those three words you said, "I am here for," "I'm here for you," mm-hmm. are are very powerful. And and I like what you the analogy you just gave because those four words are an action. That's an action. That's mm-hmm. not just something you say. Right. That's something you do. Right. And yeah. in the book, I do give specific things that are good and mm-hmm. helpful to say. Mm-hmm. I give very specific things that are not good and helpful to say. Mm-hmm. And I also give suggestions to, of what to say if you're the person in pain. Mm. Because oftentimes the person in pain gets abused mm-hmm. by the, help, the meaningful, helpful things that people try to say. Right. Like, you know, well, you got to be strong for the kids or it just takes time or, right. you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So once I've said one of those lines, which I I'm famous for saying, <laughs> um, how, how do you how do you rectify that? Is that in the book? <laughs> After you've already blundered, <laughs> now what to say? Oh, that's a chapter I might need to add. <laughs> the comeback chapter. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough, and you know what? We've all been there, and that's one thing I really stress to people in this book, and I stress to our listeners, it's better to blunder with a heart that meant to be helpful than to not make the call and leave them alone Mm. with their pain. That's good. How do they, how do they get the book when it's coming out? Um, what do we want to It should be out by April the latest. Okay, great. So, um, polish shot. 
It will be available on Amazon, okay. Polishaw.com. Okay. Yeah, many places. That's... I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm actually more excited about this than any book I've ever written because so many people have told me they need it. That's awesome, Paula. And also, uh, we didn't, I didn't mention this in the last segment, so I will. Um, the Courage to Change Everything uh, will be out March 17th, I believe. And uh, you'll be able to get it on KenDFoster.com or Amazon. KenDFoster.com or Amazon. You can still you can go to KenDFoster.com right now and see my books, and you can go to Paula's site and see all her books that right now, too. So True. Yeah. <laughs> nice segment, Paula. I love mm-hmm. that. All righty. Thank you. So coming up in our next segment, <clears throat> we're going to talk about the secrets of peak performance in the new year, how to transform from where you are to where you want to be. So we'll be right back. We'll be back with Transition Radio and your hosts, Paula Shaw and Candy Foster. Attention business owners. The feeling of being overwhelmed, stressed out, and facing difficult business challenges goes hand-in-hand with being an entrepreneur. But there are solutions, and it's time to explore the possibilities. You work hard as an entrepreneur. Give yourself the break you deserve. Ken D. Foster is the business coach for you. Ken has over 21 years of experience with leaders just like you who trust to share what is truly going on in their business and that thing called life. You're invited to set up a free confidential consultation with Ken. His wisdom, guided methods, and unique strategies will bring you to new heights and breakthrough obstacles. Visit KenDFoster.com to set up your free confidential consultation. It's time to achieve your dreams because you deserve a successful business and a balanced, happy life. Sound great? Find out how to make this happen. Visit KenDFoster.com. That's KenDFoster.com. KenDFoster.com. Is living in today's fast-paced world making you feel stressed and out of balance? Are anxiety, sleeplessness, depression, lack of focus, or weight gain robbing you of your relationship and your energy? If you're ready for change, you need to call Paula Shaw at Rebalancing You. Paula helps you identify and eliminate self-sabotaging thinking and behavior. Using a wide variety of mind-body techniques, she provides her clients with the most effective processes for their specific needs. To book a rebalancing session with Paula, call 858-480-9200. That's 858-480-9234. We're back with Transition Radio, exploring the world of change. And now, here's your hosts, Paula Shaw and Ken D. Foster. Welcome back to Transition Radio. We are sponsored by Sherry Blair. Your financial consultant. <laughs> and in this segment, we're going to be talking about the secrets to peak performance. Hmm. Five secrets to peak performance. I love that. Five is my lucky number. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this these five are the true secrets that I have applied with uh, hundreds of clients over the years. I've applied in my own life. You've applied them in clients and uh, hundreds of clients in your own life. I know that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when we were putting these together, I was thinking to myself, uh, what is the number one starting point for peak performance? Where do you start, mm-hmm. right? Do you start with a goal? Do you start with, uh, you know, uh, putting a team around you? Do you start with planning? Uh, what, what do you do to start? And what I believe and I've applied my own life, it all starts with 
an attitude. Now, an attitude, or another word is our intention, mm. is to be choose to be exceptional in the new year. Think about that. If we chose to be exceptional, if we chose to be powerful, if we chose to let go of limitations, because in the new year, it's like, don't, don't you feel all limitations are cast off? Mm-hmm. The only limitations that come back on are what we drag in from the old year and, and start limiting ourselves Absolutely. in those ways. Absolutely. Yeah, one of the things one of my spiritual teachers really stressed was cut the cords with everything that didn't work for you in the, in the old year. You know, whether it was certain beliefs, certain practices, hurt feelings, bitterness, blame, anything that happened last year does not have to impact this year. And that's one of the magical ways to actually make this year be different and new. There is. And if people are having a trouble with that, I think you need to make a, an inventory of what didn't work last year. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, you can also add in what did work, but if you make an inventory of what didn't work, because, you know, when you, when you look at that and you uh, do what Paula just suggested, okay, here's everything I, I, I'm not bringing into the new year, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This is it. I'm not going to bring in my, uh, my procrastination. I'm not going to bring in my anger. I'm not going to bring in my uh, limitations on what I think I can or can't do. I'm not going to bring in maybe my old job. <laughs> Who uh-huh. knows, right? Right. Or yeah. the, even the way you used to handle things. You know, mm. we were talking on the way in this morning, and I love what you were saying about how you're changing, and I was doing the same thing. We just didn't know we both are doing it. Changing how we handle conflict with other people, emotional outbursts with other people, all of that kind of thing. So let's talk about that a little bit, Ken. Well, let's, let's do that. And um, I want to mention one last thing in the attitude and, and uh, making that inventory. Um, as you know, I have that little book, Release, Renew, Evolve. Mm-hmm. It's on my website, and it helps people to make that inventory list. So yeah. if somebody's listening, they may want to go to KenDFoster.com and, and get that little book. It's actually free on my website mm-hmm. if you need cool. that, that structure. So uh, let's talk about the uh, cleaning out the clutter part of this. So mm-hmm. that's step two. So the step one is attitude. Step two is cleaning out the clutter. What kind of clutter are we cleaning out, Paula? <laughs> <laughs> well, as I was saying, I think anything that didn't work, anything that caused you angst, mm-hmm. caused you discomfort, caused you unhappiness, mm-hmm. caused you anger, mm-hmm. you know, all of those things. But mm-hmm. I think, you know, you, the point you make is, is accurate for this too. We first have to know what they are. We have to look at them honestly. So mm-hmm. making a list is mm-hmm. not a bad idea. Well, one of the things I like is the uh, the emotional part because that's that's what you focus mm-hmm. on a lot is the mm-hmm. emotional part. How do we clean out the emotional clutter so that we can stay clear of mind? You know, a, a peaceful, still mind, right? Right. right. Heart of love. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but we, you know, it's hard to stay in love. We're, we got all this emotional baggage with us. That's really true. And I think, you know, there are many ways to do that. I mean, I love a lot of the tools of energy psychology. I love meridian tapping. I mean, visualization is very powerful. Working with the subconscious mind so important because it's really running everything. But I think the first thing we have to do is acknowledge, I've got emotional stuff that's not working for me. You know, I've got some anger I can't let go of, or I've got some bitterness that I keep coming back to. You know, that's how we create Groundhog Day over and over again, because we keep coming back 
to those same emotions and same attitudes. I think denial comes in here. Mm -hmm. It seems like denial is just such a big piece that runs so many lives, ran my life for many, many Mm -hmm. years. And, you know, it's denial. You're kind of the last person to know you've got an anger issue or you're the last person (laughs) to know that uh, you're a procrastinator. I mean, as silly as that sounds. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like you don't realize that you're you're not you're not getting what you want. Right. Um so I think the way to, to look at that is is through results. So are you getting the results you want in let's say just take relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you're not getting what you want in relationship, let's say you're in a place where um you don't you don't have the right friends around you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what is it that you, a person has to do? I'm going to ask you that. What does a person have to do to like start going enough of this? How do I get rid of this yeah. thinking that says I can't have the right friends or I, I don't deserve the right, right. friends or what? Mm-hmm. So what, when they work with you, what do you do with that, Paula? Well, you know, I think uh, blame is the is the common thing that people fall back on. Mm. If it's not working for me, it must be because somebody or something out there isn't doing it right. Like right. if I'm not happy in my relationship. I'm going to look to my partner. What's he doing wrong? Mm. But the truth is what we really need to do is look at ourselves first. Mm-hmm. You know, what? where do I have power to change this? Because none of us have power to change anybody else. We'd like to think we do, but that's an absolute act of frustration, trying to change other people. So I think first we have to look at where, where do I have power what can I change in me that may elicit a result in them? And I, I just had an experience last week with a client who was saying she was sort of in this place of nothing matters in life. You know, we just keep doing the same stuff over and over again. There's no point. Nothing matters. Mm-hmm. And I realized in talking to her, wow, it's, it's got to change within her first. Because we could all look at what we do every day, day after day after day, and go, what's the point? Why mm-hmm. bother? Mm-hmm. The only thing that's going to change that is our thinking, mm-hmm. our perception of why we're doing what we're doing, and our attitude about mm-hmm. it. And so that's got to be key first. Yeah. And once those things are identified, then there are many tools we can use. You know, we can journal, we can read books like yours, we can tap on the things we want to let go of every day. We can work with our chakras and, and work with spiritual practices. We can pray. We can meditate. You know, there are many, many things we can do, but action, you know, gets created out of the motivation that comes with our awareness. And, you know, I think there's another piece to that, uh, which is to take 100% responsibility for mm. everything that's showing up in your life. Yeah. Uh, you know, that blame piece. Well, mm-hmm. the opposite of blame is 100% responsibility for everything mm-hmm. that's going on. And, you know, when I can say that on the surface, but if you give that some thought and you think about what that means to you, mm-hmm. um, you will probably, like most people, will probably go to, no, it's not 100%. I can take a portion of this. <laughs> she has problems. God has some blame here. You know, uh, my, right. let's my friends spread have, around. let's spread that around, Okay. <laughs> But when we start to take 100% responsibility for how we're creating our lives, things change, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, I, I think the, uh, well, I know that the next secret is letting go of your distractions. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, and the biggest distraction I find is multitasking. Um, mm-hmm. Why do we multitask? You know, <laughs> we, we become 25% less 
efficient when we multitask, 25%. Is that true for women as well? Uh, I believe it is, men and women. And we pride ourselves on our multitasking. It, isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you, let's say it's 20%. For women, because you're more efficient, <laughs> but it's a big percentage. Right, right. It's a big percentage, and what happens is, if we're not focused, then we're obviously we're not going to generate the life of our dreams that we want. Mm-hmm. So, my question to our listeners is: What has to happen for you to be a hundred percent focused on each project this year that you're doing? Right. Mm-hmm. There is a time, I believe, to multitask. Maybe when you're cleaning your house, you need to multitask. <laughs> but when you're focused on business, mm-hmm. you really need to be focused. And you know whether it's uh, bringing out a new book, like uh, the one I'm bringing out, mm-hmm. or you're bringing out, Paula, mm-hmm. or whether it's um, hiring a new person, or whether it's you know coming into doing some therapy work mm-hmm. that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. When you're focused on it, I mean, how many people do you know that come in to work with you, or they come in to work with me, and we give them this amazing session. They're totally empowered, and they walk out. And as soon as they walk out the door, they start multitasking and doing a whole bunch of things, mm-hmm. and they don't get back to the homework that you or I have assigned them. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. We've all been to conferences and and so motivated by this great information we learned, right? And then all those notes that you took so so studiously during the whole thing, you don't even look at after you get home. So, yeah, I think focus is a huge piece. Exactly. Well, we're going to get through the next two very quickly. Number four is visualize. Mm -hmm. And visualization is so powerful when you still the mind. Sit down for, like Paula said earlier, meditation, contemplation, uh, introspection on what's working, what's not working. Um, But we visualize, start to visualize what it looks like at the end of 2015, 15, 18. Whoops. Wow. 2018. That was an interesting Freudian slip. 15 was pretty cool. Good year for me. So uh, what does it look like at the end of 2018? Mm -hmm. I think that's a good piece. And Mm -hmm. then the next piece is, you know, it, it ties back into... What I do every day, what Paula does every day, and that is um, reading something inspiring every day, consistently uh, uh, looking at our energy, how do we feel, you know, mm-hmm. does it feel light or heavy, uh, what we're working, moving into, and what are our actions we're taking on a consistent basis. To create that energy to be the way you want it to be. Yeah. So many people sort of feel like they're just, you know, they're blowing in the wind. No, we, we've talked many times about how we start our day with gratitude, with meditation. That's choreographing what you want. We don't have to just accept whatever comes along. Let's exactly. create great days. Let's create great days. All righty, coming up next, battling the saber-toothed tigers in our life. We'll be right back. <laughs> We'll be back with Transition Radio and your hosts, Paula Shaw and Candy Foster. There's a question many of us ask ourselves when we are grieving. When will this pain ever end? Life Transition Coach and Grief Recovery Specialist, Paula Shaw, wants you to know there is light at the end of the tunnel. In her new best-selling book, Paula gives you information and practical exercises you can use right away in your recovery process, including breathing methods, the emotional freedom technique, energy psychology work, and many other healing tools. Grief, when will this pain ever end? Available now on Amazon.com. We're back with Transition Radio, exploring the world of change. And now, here's your hosts, Paula Shaw and Ken D. Foster. 
And welcome back to Transition Radio. Paula Shaw here with my co-host, Kendi Foster. And we are talking about battling the saber-toothed tigers in our lives in this segment. And I know we've all got them. We've all been through this. And it's a new year, and we want to maybe handle it better than we've ever handled it before. But we also want to help others. You know, Ken is a, is a business strategist and a coach, and I am a life transition therapist and a grief specialist. And we're excited that we have a call-in guest in this segment, Lisa Callison, who is the owner and founder of Discovery Screening and a certified clinical thermographer. So Lisa, welcome. Welcome to our show. And please tell us a little bit about what's gone on in your situation that we can help you with. Thank you, Paul, and Happy New Year to both of you. Thank you. Um, it's, I'm in a, a recovery mode, if you will, uh, rebuilding, restructuring, revamping. I, I call it redoing everything because uh, I'm just coming off a five-year battle to uh, try to save my husband from cancer um, who lost his arm and his shoulder to a very severe, advanced surprise squamous cell carcinoma. He was the healthiest man I knew on the planet going into it. And, um, you know, you just you don't know what your weak links are until um, you're hit with something like this. And um, we, it was misdiagnosed for the first uh, year and it got a stronghold. And um, over, over a five-year, you know, battle to try and save his arm. And then um, once his arm was amputated, we tried to save his shoulder and lost that. So it's been, um, if you can imagine, put a real kink in our armor, or should I say, <laughs> a battering ram. Mm. So you're you're kind right. of in a place where you're you're, uh, you're starting over. By the way, I want to, uh, I you know, I know I know your story, and I know um, your husband, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. I know you lost a couple battles along the way, but you saved his life. So congratulations exactly. on that. That's huge. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's huge. And he is it's an extraordinary huge. person. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Um, mm-hmm. yep, I would say he's a stellar man, and I'm, uh, I was uh, really glad to be able to keep him on the planet. <laughs> so, we are, too. I think we all are. Yeah. So, Lisa, let me ask so, you, what, what, what is it? Where do you want to see your, uh, your uh, business at the end of 2018? Where do you want to go with it this year? Well, you know, after having been through something like this, um, it, it really... Uh, makes you want to be of more service. Um, we've learned even more. I've, you know, I've been a natural health and healing researcher and educator for 39 years, and uh, I thank God for that because that's, you know, all the where I found all the resources to keep him on the planet. Um, and I just want to be able to serve more people, reach more people with my business. So it's a matter of scaling, if you will. Um, so we're in the process of getting our client base into a better, more efficient what, CRM. If, if not, no one's familiar with that, it's just a database software that automates things better so we can get our reminders out more timely and, um, you know, and, and deliver reports more timely and, uh, and get, you know, more um, broadcasts out into the, into the community to reach more people, to serve more people, um, keep more people on the planet, who don't have to leave the planet prematurely uh, because they don't have the resources that we do. And 
uh, we knew a lot going into this. Uh, I, I thank God for that. And now we know a lot more coming out of it. And, you know, our cups runneth over. We want to share what we've learned and Lisa. what, you know, we found that helps keep them on the planet. Yeah, I, I can understand yeah. that for sure. But I have a question. You, What you, you're outlining here sounds wonderful and great goals and all that. But let me just ask you this first. Do you feel that emotionally you're healed enough and strong enough to be able to really put your full self into that? Are there any pieces left from this very difficult experience that you've had? Well, absolutely, um, Paula, and, and um, you, thank you. Um, <laughs> I appreciate your wanting to um, to touch on that because you know that I had a certification as a grief recovery specialist from the same organization you originally did mm-hmm. as well. And so that's been a huge piece for me is the grief recovery element. And we're, we are both somewhat PTSD. So yeah. that is a piece that we are working on that's it's so important because that's one of the things that we discovered is that every disease has an emotional component. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad you're doing the work that you're doing because, yes, we, we are addressing that. Um, that was a very important piece of uh, his healing. And um, I think that's why he's still alive because we did uh, discover some of the emotional reasons why this wasn't healing, why it got a stronghold and, uh, and yes, we still have some recovery to do, and that's part of this whole process. One of the facets, if you will. Okay, so let Maybe. let me ask you a question, Lisa. Um, we have a short period of time here. We'd really like sure. to help you. Um, yeah. What uh, What do you believe are the three most important steps that you could take, let's say, in the next thirty days, that would help you to really accomplish your dreams, your goals, and your business this year? Like, what are the three most important pieces there? Oh my! Oh, it might take a little longer than <laughs> we have. It's okay. You, you got. You got. Give me one. I, I, give me one. Give uh, me one important well, piece. I think, I think we just touched on a couple of them, actually. But. Well, we're we're yeah, we're pretty much there. It's it's implementation of um, the the revamping and and um, you know the the systems in the business. And um, continuing our emotional healing work um, to restore, you know, the quality of our lives, uh, yeah. especially our emotional well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, actually getting help, um, getting some um, another tech to help me in the field and someone, an office person to help me in the office. That sounds really important. I know uh, Ken and I have talked about that many times, and just recently, too, how important it is to be able to have somebody do those pieces that you uh, that drain your energy. And right now, one mm-hmm. of the things I'd really encourage you to do is, you know, what you have to do is keep your energy levels up high because mm-hmm. emotions really drain you, right? You know, going through emotional oh. stuff is a drain, and then... It's like everything feels hard. Everything is, yeah. is something new. So, you know, I love what Ken's saying in terms of try to be as specific as you can about what needs to get done and then um, to just pace yourself and, and, and delegate the stuff that drains you. Yeah. I, I think a lot mm-hmm. of people in the world know what to do, okay? Mm-hmm. Just like Lisa, yeah. you know, we exactly. can talk to Lisa and Lisa already knows what to do. Um, but the challenge yeah. is, um, you know, how to get there. 
how to do what we mm -hmm. know we need to do, mm -hmm. right? So Lisa, let me ask you this question. What do you think uh, would block you from uh, accomplishing uh, those three most important pieces? Uh, what would stop you? Oh, gosh, you ask the best questions. <laughs> this well, is no lightweight operation, you <laughs> Oh, that's why you have a radio show. Um, <laughs> well, you know, it's all the little, you know, little, what we call them time bandits, you know, and the little distractions mm -hmm. and the little details and the, the interruptions and, um, you know, the, the busy work uh, that, oh, if I just get this done, I can get to the big pieces. But we know we got to put the big rocks in first, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we all know what to do. But it's like, well, if I get all these little things done, then my desk will look clearer and it'll look like I got something done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's still there. <laughs> I think you're speaking to so many of our listeners, Lisa. We all have that same stuff. <laughs> yeah. So if there, was this, so if there was this one piece, you know, a lot of times there's a thread that runs through um, our lives. And when we can get in touch with that one piece, that one thread, we can pull it, and everything else starts to collapse around it, right? So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, for me, and I'll just speak my own life, for me, it was meditation. <clears throat> I, had to, mm -hmm. I had to really start to be disciplined and every single day meditate, morning and evening, whether I wanted to or not. That was the key for me that started opening up windows and doors for everything else. Now, who would think that would that would be the one. Now, I'm not suggesting right. that's yours, but there is a, there's a thread that might run through uh, your life. So what do you think that number one piece would be that, you know, if you shifted it, might open up some of the doors and windows and letting go of some of these distractions? Well, that is a piece. Uh, meditation is, is something that's always been important to me, and I, I do it, but it's very um, spotty here and there, and it's never for the length of time I'd like it to be. Um, and I, I think first and foremost, <laughs> you'll appreciate this, sleep. <laughs> sleep oh, would be yes. a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to start with sleep and then and you know get more meditation, and then I think the two go together. If I got more sleep, um, you know, the meditation would, would come easier, and um, I wouldn't fall asleep while meditating. <laughs> You know what, Lisa, I want to throw out a, a quick suggestion to you here. On sure. my YouTube channel, Paula Shaw Counseling, there is a, a process called balanced breathing. And it is mm -hmm. so simple. You can do it for as little as two minutes, but it completely hits the reset button for you. Um, it's, okay. it's actually probably more in alignment with some of the things we've learned from Mark Waldman which can create change more rapidly than a lot of what we're used to. So it's a great entry point. I love mm -hmm. to meditate myself, you know, 20 minutes to a half hour. But um, when, I, when I'm feeling a need to shift, I can do balanced breathing for three or four minutes, and it's really impactful. So check that out and see if it might Thanks. be something that'll be a good introductory practice for you. That's good. And the thing I'd like to leave you with, too, is uh, what I tell all my clients is, uh, and all of them seem to show up with the same issues that you have, Lisa. They're all going way mm -hmm. too fast. They're all way, doing mm -hmm. way too much, uh, too much, and they really need yep. to slow down to succeed. But we have our mind thinks that if I don't do this, I, I'm, so I'm going to lose over here. I need to do this. So we have a lot of frustrated desires. So my, my uh, advice to you would be to stop, be still, start doing half of what you're doing, and you will succeed probably 50% more. 
All right. Mm-hmm. That's all the time we have. We Thank you for being up. with us, Lisa. Thank you Thanks so, so much, you Lisa. guys. You're so awesome. <laughs> really love you both. All right. Thank you. All righty. Well, you've been listening to Transition Radio, and you can find us on TransitionRadioShow.com or... KCBQ. Or Alexa. <laughs> and you can uh, Google us, uh, Transition Radio. So we hope you'll uh, go to our Facebook pages and Google us and uh, like us and tell all, all your friends about this show if you like it. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next week on Transition Radio. Welcome back to the Transition Radio Show Wrap-Up, brought to you by Sherry Blair, your financial consultant, especially you ladies. Especially the ladies. Yeah, Sherry does a great job with the ladies. Mm-hmm. I, I just love that, that she specializes in empowering women to really take charge of their finances yes. and take it to a completely new level. Yes. You know, what a show. You know, the courage to change everything in the new year. Um, just that title alone, I think, speaks volumes to what's possible for a mm-hmm. lot of people, mm-hmm. you know. And we really, I think, we touched on some pretty amazing pieces. I'd like to go over some of those for some of you that like uh, to just listen to the wrap-up. We're going to give you the pieces that uh, I think were most pertinent yeah. so you can go back to the show and listen yeah. to it. And you know what? I'd like to just say something, Ken. I love that you named your book The Courage to Change Everything because – Everybody wants to change things. You know, we want to change our lives. We want to change our homes. We want to change our jobs. We want to change things. But I I think this piece, courage, is huge in being able to actually implement and create those changes. And I'm not sure everybody realizes that. So well, I'm glad you thank put you for that, that Paula. Let me let me say something about courage because that was our first segment. Was all mm-hmm. about courage and yeah. the courage to change everything. Um, Courage, the reason I used courage is because courage is something that is found not necessarily in, uh, in the uh, subconscious mind or the conscious mind. It's found in a deeper sense of ourselves in the soul. It's a soul quality. Mm-hmm. It's powerful. And, you know, for people to tune into courage, they really have to get out of their limitations. Mm-hmm. Okay? Well said. You know, it, it's like... What happens when we set a goal? We talked about this in our thing. Well, we set a goal, right? And then, you know, what happens? Well, a lot of times the mind kicks in and says, oh, I don't know if I can do this. I don't have the right resources. I'm not smart enough, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. But courage is that piece when we insert it and we just ask, if I was courageous, what would I do? Mm -hmm. That changes everything. Mm -hmm. Because we start tuning into higher vibration, higher energy, higher pieces of ourselves, and we start that it's like it's the journey, isn't it, Paula? When you set the intention, you find the courage, then there's something else that kicks in that all of a sudden the doors start opening, right yes. people come in, yes. right circumstances, a book falls in your lap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like that wonderful line I love, and I'm never sure who said it, but it's all you need to do is begin, and I would add to that, with courage, and the end as if of itself will rise to meet you. Oh, I love that. Mm. You know, in our second segment, we talked about saying the right thing, your new book, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, when you don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. For me, that was one of the most powerful pieces today because it really gave people specific tools on what to say when somebody is hurting yeah. and being able to 
say the right thing to help them to transition where they've been mm-hmm. um, and and feel better about themselves, right? Yeah. You know, in yeah. that moment. Thank you for, for saying that because I, that's why I'm so excited about that book because I think as a society, we've been rather lacking in helping each other through the tough places because we fear our own inadequacies and we're afraid we might even harm rather than help. So I I wanted that book to be a tool to encourage people to have the courage to step up for their friend who's hurting. That's great. And, you know, my book and your book, uh, you can get your book. What was the website for your book when it comes out in uh, July? It'll be Amazon or on Paulashaw. On Paulashaw.com. And Courage to Change Everything, they can get at KenDFoster.com or Amazon anytime after March 17th, I believe. So that was powerful. Then our third segment, you know, we talked about some of the best practices mm-hmm. uh, to take your life to a completely new level. And we gave our audience the five secrets to peak performance. And those were attitude, having that right attitude to be exceptional and powerful, um, clearing out the mental, emotional, and physical clutter, committing to letting go of multitasking because it makes you 25% less efficient. <laughs> visualize what you want clearly and feel it. And then you have daily inspirations that you're reading or that you're committing to, or that you're journaling about. That's great. And of course, in our last segment, we talked about uh, battling the saber toothed tiger and we had Mm -hmm. our our guest, uh, Lisa Callison, come on, uh, call in and uh, talk about how to transform her, her life into a completely new level. So what a powerful show. Thank you, Paula. Oh, my pleasure, as always, Ken. Okay. Again, uh, you can listen to us on uh, TransitionRadioShow.com or on KCBQ here in San Diego. We're on Mondays at 7 p.m. Uh, live or across the country um, on several other uh, of our AM, FM stations. And if you'd like to know what those are, just Google us and put in 